I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all Like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a my pillow or not, you need to get the brand new my pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better and cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit mypillow.com. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. soldier 
in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. 
Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm. And keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail. And then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you'd fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. On behalf of everybody, I want to thank you for coming out tonight for the Outlaws concert. I hope we don't get in trouble for doing some outlaws tonight. This is a song covered by a great band named Queen, a song called Fat Bottom Girls. 
But we're gonna country fry it up a little bit and do it country style, so feel free to hoot and holler as we play it, all right? Here we go. and homes. I got stiffness in my bones. Ain't no beauty queens in this locality. Oh, but I still get my pleasure. Still got my greatest treasure. Hey, yo, Tennessee, you made a bad boy out of me. Take me home tonight I'm right beside that red fire light 
Back fuckers to another edition of the Patriot Party podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved, better half, V Lynn. Hello, Patriot. And yes, it was a very frustrating start because somehow the music didn't work today. It didn't work today, like, but it worked yesterday. It didn't work on and Saturday. And it worked every other day. Well, it didn't work on Saturday. Just because of you. But I wasn't here today, so I'm telling you, it wasn't me. It didn't work Saturday. It worked Sunday. It didn't work Monday. I don't know what the fuck is going on with this. It's pissing me off. I am a, I think it's StreamYard, though. Because I, every time we, we could say hear that, it, it's never streaming. But we could hear it on our speakers. But we just weren't hearing it's it. It's not recognizing the, the input, like the output, isn't recognizing the the soundboard for whatever reason, and it's also not recognizing that monitor. And there's something going on with it. It's not about. Would you get? Okay. I'm just talking. bring up the monitor one more time. I swear to fucking God, bring up the monitor. Jesus fucking Christ. It has at, it has no audio function whatsoever, mm -hmm. but if it doesn't recognize what's playing over there, it's then how's it going to pull it? Just like it doesn't pull the audio. Like when we're playing it, a video through the file share. It, it... Okay. Just you live in your world. I live okay. in mine. Sounds okay. Good. All right, great, because your world is way more fucked up. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, <sighs> check the monitor. Jesus, I'd rather shoot myself in the dick. I got a goddamn fucking soundboard right here. Mm -hmm. Everything should go through the soundboard. Right. It's the way I got it set up. Apparently not. Shut up. Maybe it has something to do with because you started setting up OBS the other day. 
and it's it's torn. got oh. OBS isn't even open. I know. I'm just throwing out ideas. Maybe it's trying to pull OBS instead of pulling the stream or the, the soundboard again. I'm just throwing out ideas. I'm just trying to spitball. But here your your idea something out. Your ideas are killing. Me. Well, yours aren't working either. Yeah, but your ideas you weren't able to fix it. Maybe if you tried something that I suggested, maybe it would work. You say my ideas are shit, but you haven't actually tried any of them. Yes, but your ideas I never even opened. So what would they have to do with the current setting of the soundboard? I'm just saying, maybe if you listen to me every once in a while. I'm gonna lose my shit. Anyway, did. I walked away. I was fucking pissed. Yeah, I walked away. I mean, how many fucking times are we going to do this? I walked in and he started screaming again. I was like, don't fucking scream at me. And I walked out. <laughs> and he screamed behind me. I will fucking scream at you. You're and I just right. kept walking. You're damn <laughs> I right. I put my laundry away. You're in my general vicinity. You're getting screamed And then I at. walked back in again and he pulled the gun out. And I was like, nope. And I turned right back around and walked back out again. And went and cleaned it was the like bar. I almost shot the fucking yep. computer. Nope, not doing it. I sh shut the fucking computer down four fucking times before the show started. Obviously did nothing because it didn't work. Wasn't a reboot and fix that thing. Keep pushing, bitch. <laughs> Keep fucking pushing. Keep pushing. Uh -huh. There's a lot of people that know how to push a lot of buttons. You're getting close to the nuclear one. And Keep what? going. And what? Keep going. And then what? Keep going. And then It'll what? be a small explosion. Okay. Small. Very small, uh -huh. I promise. Anyway, <laughs> big Mike slap the monitors. <sighs> nah, it's got to pull oh. out its dingling to slap the monitor. We couldn't do wow. that. Anyway, I think we should smoke early. I think you need it. It's got to be around 420 somewhere, right? Dude, it's 619 right now, dude. Fucking like that. Fucking load that shit up. Did you load it? No, I cleaned it and then I walked in right as the show was starting. So, no, it's not loaded. It's cleaned sorry. out. You even put ice in it? Yes, I did. What the fuck good am I? Jesus, about time. <laughs> fuck you very much. <laughs> I am excited to let you all know. Um, so I uh, I reached out to Lindsay Sharman on Rogueways. Remember, she came on right after Justin died, and she yes. probably helped us through that more than just about anybody. Well, maybe you. Me, anyway. She helped me through that, and I told her that. I said, like, I will be eternally grateful to you for that. Um, but I asked if I could go on Rogueways to talk about electroculture mm -hmm. and so i'll be doing that at the end of october but then and she didn't she hadn't put two and two together like because i you know went to her as be living with freedom gardens and it just didn't connect and uh she was like I, you know i don't know what your content is but if you ever have guests and you want to talk about um someone who's become a libertarian anarchist you know um I'd love to come on. I was like, oh, hell yeah. That sounds awesome. A libertarian anarchist? Yeah, basically do whatever the fuck you want and fuck the government. <laughs> it's kind of what we're doing. Exactly. So she's going to join us tomorrow. Oh, well, that was great. Last minute and all. Totally. I, I sent her a Calendly link. That's great. I'm I'm really morning. fucked because tomorrow I got to go out to the island. So I'm going to okay. be gone tomorrow and I'm not going to be back probably in time for the start of the show. Well, that's fine. Um, she, cause she, she's coming on at like six. All right. So, um, so yeah, so she's, she's gonna, I sent her a Calendly link this morning and she booked it for tomorrow. All right. Good. So, so talk anyway. about flex. Uh, so I went on Please. flex the truth this morning as well. Um, cause that is actually interesting. And I, I, I got have, up and I, I have some interest behind what you guys discussed. I got up and I, I did the good book and I took the dogs for a walk first. Um, Houdini, by the way, 
can now get out of her harness in one quick movement of the shoulder and the head and, and then you off, it. off she's go. then she you goes. And it. I was like, are you fucking kidding then me right now? Um, so thank, thank God for the nice man on the causeway. Uh, who's not our asshole neighbor with a dog who Annie went to go see. I chased her from three houses down all the way to the causeway. Um, <laughs> and Seamus was running after. I just let his leash go. I was like, just go try and go catch her, Seamus. So, oh, he can catch her. Yeah, he did. He did. He um, and I was trots. right He's behind like, yeah, him. Fuck you. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not running fast for you. Anyway, so then uh, I, you know, got the dog back and brought it back and came and did the good book and and went out and and started making some antennas cut all the antennas that i need for the current orders um mm -hmm. which we got some should talk about now there's eight anyway um uh yeah i know you know yeah yeah so uh so because i haven't been advised on that yet i know so then i i left a little early um like i didn't leave you know i cut out of making antennas and went to come sit in here and talk to Chris Eric's on Flex the Truth for like two hours, and I actually streamed it to our Rumble and our Pill channel as well because he also uses Streamyard and they have that function where your guests can stream to two of their channels if they use Streamyard, mm -hmm. which is pretty sweet. Um, so I was like, real quick, setting up Rumble and Pill. Of course, I chose the two channels that I have to physically set up a new show. Yeah. <laughs> but why would you pick SoundCloud and uh, Cloud Hub and, Cloud Hub and, and, and Telegram, Telegram, you know, or Odyssey? But whatever. Um, so uh so yeah so i went on with flex and we okay, talked well shut up it's already 6 23. look at that it, now you can't hear that either i think they heard it did you guys hear that did you hear the soundboard i don't think they did. say you want to get high if they didn't hear it i'm gonna be super pissed. i know i'm gonna be super pissed let me see if i turn this up turn this on let's see what happens maybe i need to open stream deck over here yeah see if you can open that do you guys hear that nope uh, let me try it one more time you got it open it should be working nope it's not working i i don't know what the fuck's are you kidding me oh all right we're gonna have to do some serious something i have no idea what we might need a new soundboard i hate to say it but we might need a new soundboard no yeah right I, I, well liana has our little one she she's gonna send that back our travel one yeah that'll only work for a little bit but it'll work still i mean we can still get we can it try we, it we can try it because liana I, can you pop that in the mail to us please darling because that this thing is driving me up it, it worked yesterday I know. it worked yesterday it was fine hold on go to wasn't cheap either this thing is fucking pissing me. Oh, I cannot believe this is going on right now. I really can't. I can because it wouldn't be us if we didn't have technical difficulties. It should be that. Why is it on something else? Let me try this. You want to get high? There you go. Did you guys hear that? Unbelievable. Okay. No, <sighs> they didn't. You sure? Well, you didn't hear this? It takes a minute. You want to get high? I hear an AC fan. No, you don't. Yeah. Five by five. Okay. So they heard the, All right, good. now they heard. The, so, cause you fixed it over. I wonder if that was the issue from there. I don't know. Let me see. Can you guys hear this? Yep.
All right. Well, hit it if you got it. I'm fucking rolling this way. No Son shit. of a bitch. What a pain in the ass this has been today. No fucking reason either. Seriously, no reason. We didn't do anything different. No, it's got nothing to do with the monitor. BSS. Not a fucking thing. Guess what? I didn't touch that fucking monitor one bit. But don't worry, we'll we'll follow her suggestion. It's the monitor. You never know. I just love talking shit, but I know you do. We got it. Yep. <coughs> I'm going to risk it. I was going to say, tell them about your day, babe. Yeah, I'm going to risk it. So let me, let me, let me tell you about my day. This is well, some. Hold on. And before you start here. So I've, I'm listening to Liana, right? I'm, I'm making antennas and I know that. Mick called or someone was calling because all of a sudden the sound went out in Lana and I was like, Oh, I must be getting a phone call. Right. I'm cutting antennas and whatnot. So I answer my phone and Mick's like, dude, no, no, do it. How quiet I was. He goes, this guy can see me. And I was like, I mean, you're not invisible. He's like, no, he can see me. And I was like, wait, he can, what he can see you, see you. Like only Liam can see you. He's like, no, he can, he can see me. He's like, I'm going to call you back when I get out of this appointment. So make sure you answer your phone. He's like, okay. So anyway, so he calls me back. I I get to this dude's house and he works for this. um, He's a procrit. I can't even say the word. Procrial P parochial parochial minister for compassion christian church and he's like the local whatever their whiz bang leader anyway whiz bang leader i I, like it i showed up to the front door and i i rang the doorbell this guy comes to the door he does that little like stutter stop step like where he comes up and he like oops and he like opens the door he goes whoa i was like hey good morning sir blah blah i'm such and such i'm with this company and he goes yeah yeah he goes Hey, I don't think you're going to fit in here. Um, I looked at him and I was like, um, sir, I'm not a big fat guy. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to walk through your well suited front door. It's pretty tall, blah, blah, blah. And he, he looks at me, he goes, um, okay, come on, let's go. And so I walk in the house and I, we walk into the garage It's right there. I mean, it's a door right away from the front door. And I, we walk in the garage and he goes, um, he goes, you're really bright. He goes, you can't see it. And I was like, I can't see. I was like, what are you talking about? See what? He's like, well, you're very, uh, what, what was the word? It was an, Oh, it was, um, 
um, opulent. Opulent. He, he goes, you, you're very opulent. And I, I looked at this dude and I was like, dude, I mean, are, the warbeard, maybe. are you coming on to me right now? I mean, is this really <laughs> happening? And he goes, no, 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 no. You can't see it. And I said, I can't see, see what? what, what are you talking about? He goes, Gabriel immediately. My fucking heart stopped. My lungs stopped breathing. All the hair on my body stood straight up. And I looked at him. I was like, where'd you get that name? He goes, you can't see him. And I said, where did you get that name? He's like, well, I can see him. And my eyes were fucking enormous at that point. I was literally on sketch. I was ready to go get the gun. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Nobody can see that. Nobody can see that. I was like. Except for Liam. Only Liam can see that. And only sometimes. Okay. And he. Liam can only see like, him when he's actively here because he'll come out on the porch and be like, hey, Gabriel. It's too bright out here. I got to go back inside. And like, I just showed him like this quote for a thousand dollars. No bullshit. I'm there to fix his garage door. It's going to cost him a grand. He didn't even argue. He just signed the ticket and went inside. He didn't even check to see if the fucking door worked when I left. Uh-huh. I think we should go to his church. Yeah, I don't think so. I think nope. so. Nope. I think we should go to his church. No, I, I don't. I think we should go see what happens. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yep. That that freaked the fuck out of me. I know it did. I was like, what the fuck? Driving down the road. And this is my first appointment. Yeah, this is early in the morning. He's freaking out. I was like, are you funny. fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh. And that's how my day started. So you can just imagine how the rest of it was. You got home late too. I was still making antennas. I'm standing away. My phone had died. It's 4.45. I have no idea. Mick gets gets home and he's like, hey, babe, it's a, it's 4.45. You're going to like set up a show and take a shower? And I'm like, oh, shit. I had no idea because I was just, I was chilling. I was having a blast. So, you know, and an antennas. Apparently. It was good stuff. But, you know. Um, but all kinds of stuff has been going on in the world. So more truths, more. Do you hear, do you hear the bit about the Soros group? What a bit about the Soros group that they basically came out now. It's uh, there is a, uh, I forget what her name is. She's got something to do with the, um, Oh God. She's got something to do with department of education. And she came out and she said that uh, parents are no gonna no longer going to have a choice what books get to read in school. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, what? Oh, you didn't hear that? Yeah, that was today. No. Yeah, yeah. Parents are no longer going to have a choice. It'll be a uh, a doctrine in. She said it a doctrinated. Doctrine. Doctrinated and no, doctrinated. No, not indoctrinated. Doctrinated. Okay. Doctrinated reading list from the U.S. library system. Oh, just more indoctrination of your children. Well, I was just wondering Home when are when more school. are we going to look more like Germany? I mean, when do we start looking at like like 
Germany, 1935, Germany? 35, 36. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. 35, 36. I mean, after the, today, after the brown shirts took charge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, so, and there's, there's another lady out there that works for another, uh, I'm trying to remember her name now too. Um, there's a Mandini jammy. And then there's another one. I'm trying to figure out what I remember trying to remember the other chick's name. Cause she's a scary one. She's a actually works for the department of education. She's one of the big higher ups in the department of education. She put out, a, they have her on text message telling teenagers, Hey, if you need these books that the Republicans are trying to remove from your schools, if you set up a time and date, I'll meet with you and give them to you. Oh, yeah. like gender queer, those yep. kinds of books. Yep. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, the ones that parents are fighting to get out of schools because there's no reason for kids to be reading these books in schools. Um, it only adds to confusion and probably 90% of the time leads to suicide. Griff said, Mick, it's weird that you can see everyone's auras, colors, but your own. And the bright light is quite literally the light of the glory of God's presence on you. Holy Spirit just told me that in my spirit. Well, it's not that I can't. It's not about being able to see that or not. I don't want to see that. So I just let that be where it's at. <laughs> we'll just carry on as we're going to carry on because... Some things just aren't meant to be provoked. I don't want to <clears throat> understand. I I don't want this to come to that. Mm, too late. But too late. Way too late. If it's gonna come to that. So far late on that one. If it's gonna come to that, let us be honest about where we want to be. Because I'm really tired of hearing these fake fucks. Come out and cry on their shows. Oh, I love you all. Because they finally listen to like a couple real shows, like where real people talk on a microphone behind a camera and they actually have real jobs and real worries and real issues, just like the rest of you. And uh, these fake fucks like to go on their podcasts and s call their listeners family. Mm. Okay. Have they ever met any of them in person? No. Have they ever hosted them at their house? Supposedly they For a long weekend met them at a book site, gone to their place, gone to their house, hung out, you know, got driven across country to, to see them hung out for, you know, a couple days, whatever. No, they're no. all millionaires. So oh, you know how that not is. actual family then. Exactly. They don't know what family they is. Don't know what family is. <laughs> okay. But the point is, is you got a lot of these cucks out there right now. And it's weird because you were on, you were on with flex. We've met flex before we met yeah, him. We love Chris. Uh, he's a great guy. Really nice dude. Um, hung out with him a bunch when we were down on this thing and, and Houston had a great time. Met Lindsay when mm -hmm. we were in Houston, one of our listeners and, uh, hung out with her the whole weekend too. And, um, it's weird. He talked to you about who we all think is shills. Mm -hmm. and, and it's really funny that we agrees with us a hundred percent on every single one. We have agreements on all of them. Yeah. Hmm. All of them. It's weird. It's like the real people and, know and it's who not the like, fake ones it's are. It's not like we talk to Chris on, on the daily or anything. Like, I mean, I'll talk to him every three or four months. Honestly, it's one of those things. 
we do separate research. He might call me and be like, Hey, can you guys do a background check on someone for me? Sure. No problem. And then I might call him and be like, Hey, um, did you hear about this going on? Or, you know, can I pimp my new business on your show? But it's not like we talk all the time. I mean, the man gets honestly hundreds of phone calls a day. Like even when I talked to him the other day, I think I was on the phone with him for 10 minutes and he got like six phone calls while I was on the phone with him. And finally he was like, can I just call you back? And he didn't. And I just texted him this morning. I was like, we still go for today. He's like, yeah. And so I told him all about it on the show, but, um, he's, he's a, he's a real person and he's, you know, really, he puts God first in his life and God grants him discernment about people that few others have. So sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, sure does. We had a great discussion about God at the end of the show too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, I mean the whole, the whole conversation was great. So yeah. Um, that's not probably a show for me. No, you'd enjoy it. It started out, uh, cause he told me about his cancer, which I didn't know about. He wanted to try and shock me. I'm pretty unshockable. So, I wasn't shocked by the fact that he cured his cancer in 90 days with fembendazole, mushrooms, and pure food. Why would that shock me? That's literally what I tell people to do. <laughs> literally, no bullshit what I'm doing. Um, literally, no bullshit what I'm doing. Uh, but he, he thought I would be shocked by the fact that he had cancer when we met him. And, and I said, no, honestly, that does, I mean, that didn't, that really didn't shock me because I knew there was something, something off with him, something going on with him. I just didn't know him well enough to try and dig into what it was. Um, the second time we met him, cause I'd met him once before. Well, you met him in Dallas. Mm -hmm. Yep. First. Yep. And he was, he was all right then. And then when I met, when we went to his thing, um, there was something I, I could see there was something off with him. But again, I didn't feel that it was my place to dig into that. And he was so busy running the event and it just wasn't, I don't know. Um, but he dealt with it and he, he did awesome. So then I told him about, I told him um, your story, getting injured, going through the brain surgery, losing feeling in your leg, uh, going through the PTSD and the anger and the the whole thing, especially after you retired and then having the heart attack and um, making an entire life change and using THC and mushrooms and pure food and distilled water and farm fresh eggs and animals for therapy to completely turn you around. And then I, I shared the video of uh, when you regain feeling in your foot so that was, that was very, very cool. So, um, so yeah, it was, a, it was a great show. Cool. When does that come out? It's all right. It was live. Oh, it was live. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's on our rumble channel and our pill channel as well. There so I put it up as uh, freedom gardens, electroculture with flex the truth. So it was like midday today started at noon. It's like noon to two. So cool. Yeah. So that's up right now. So that was pretty cool. Um, I, I love Chris. So. She, she missed the second half of Leanna's show too. I did. I, yes. I missed that big time. Yes. 
unfortunately. Unfortunately, I got stuck at a job. That I told just- Lana, I was like, hey, I'm <clears> going on Flex's show and I'm broadcasting on our channels. If you would like to play it, you're more than welcome to mirror it. Oh. If not, I don't know if she did or not because I was on the show and I didn't see. Sounds no, like- she was in the middle of a video or right before a video when, okay. when well, you were doing that. But no it was, I, I, I can't wait to watch it now. I'll watch it on the replay. Yeah, it was good I stuff. didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was busy, busy, busy. Busy, busy. Anyway. Yeah, no, it was it was great. So, um, I guess I really enjoy Chris. So no, he's a good, he's a really good dude. He really I've is. always uh, we've always had a blast with him. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. All right. So, so where are we starting with the bullshit? You know, it is because there's a lot bullshit. of that. And the worst part is it's getting deeper with everything else that's going on with this. Um, <laughs> All right. So, okay. Well, here, we're going to start with something fun. How's okay. That? Well, how about we start with this one? Because I think this is more important. Oh, yeah. Yes. Trump edges out Biden 51 to 42 in a head heads, head to head matchup poll uh, just over the weekend. All right. Um, this came out from ABC news. Now I'm not going to read this article. I saw article that. To it's you. insane. It, it's craziness. Uh, president, the president's job approval rating is 19 points underwater, which is true. They're calling it right. Mm -hmm. But at the same time that this was printed, right? Apparently somebody at ABC news watches us. Okay. Because 922, 23 at 1203 PM in the afternoon, Uh somebody wrote the five warning signs. Republicans are heading for an electoral disappointment. Okay. This one I'm going to read to you because they went a little deeper into the shit that I was talking about, about this on Thursday night. Republicans and politicians uh, and causes suffered a string of electoral and legal defeats over the past few months, raising questions about the party's ability to win elections ahead of a presidential and congressional and state level contest in 24. Donald Trump, currently the front runner for the 24 Republican presidential nomination, has made progress against Biden, according to recent polls, a recent Harvard Harris survey found. Trump would have the support of 44% of Americans in a presidential election matchup against Biden versus the 40% for the incumbent. However, the GOP's improving national performance does not seem to be leading the success on the state level, where the party suffered a string of defeats from New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, and Florida all on Tuesday. And in August, Ohio voters rejected the Republican bid to make it harder to enshrine abortion rights in the state constitution. In July, a court of New York State, uh, New York State determined lawmakers redraw electoral boundaries in a move that's expected to give Democrats the advantage in around half a dozen more seats. News, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, in New Hampshire. On Tuesday, Democrat Hal Raffer flipped Rockingham County's first in New Hampshire and the New Hampshire House of Representatives beating Republican rival Jim Gavitsky by 56% of the vote to 44%, despite the constituency backing Trump in 2020. Once Rafter is sworn in as the GOP majority in the New Hampshire House will fall just to 198 to 197. This could turn the tie for any special election with a vacant Democrat leaning the seat due to take place on November 7th. Sparky, get out of my head. That's literally the clip I'm going to play first. Pennsylvania. 
Republicans in Pennsylvania suffered another defeat on Tuesday following a disappointment in the November midterms when Democrat Lindsey Powell won the special election for the vacant 21st District House seat to beat Republican Aaron Connolly Autrich. After Powell is sworn in, Democrats will have to a wafer-thin majority of 102 to 101 in the Pennsylvania House of Representatives, though the Senate remains under Republican control. The November 2022 midterms uh, were disastrous for the GOP in Pennsylvania, with Democratic candidates winning the state's gubernatorial election in a high-stakes U.S. Senate battle, which John Fetterman beat Trump ally Mehmet Oz. And in Florida... Underdog Democratic candidate Donna Deegan was elected for the first female mayor of Jacksonville on Tuesday, defeating Republican Daniel Davis with 52% more of the vote. The election demonstrates that the Democrats can still compete in Florida, a state that has been increasingly falling under the sway of Republican Governor Ron DeSantis, a 2024 presidential hopeful who secured re-election in November 2022 with a margin of nearly 20%. They're stealing it. And then Ohio. Single one. You really think Ohio voted for Democrats after what happened in East Palestine? Are you fucking kidding me? On August 8th, voters in Ohio rejected the state issue one, which would have made it harder to enshrine abortion as a right under the state constitution by 57% to 43%. The Republican-backed proposal would have increased the threshold for amending the state constitution to 60% of the vote ahead of the anticipated poll incorporating abortion rights. Thomas Whalen, associate professor at Boston University, who specializes in American politics, told Newsweek the vote could set Democratic Senator Sherrod Brown on the path for re-election. Modern-day Republicans have unsurpassed ability to pull defeat from the jaws of victory. Ohio is just the latest example, Whalen said. This is a political gift that what if it is should act as a springboard for the Brown re-election victory and boost Democrats around the country. File this under the never-ending story. Then in New York in July, the state ordered that lawmakers redraw congressional maps used for the 2022 <coughs> midterm elections, politically potentially moving half a dozen districts from toss-ups to Republican leaning. Under the map used for the first time in the 22, Republicans won 11 seats across New York, including four that were previously Democrat in six districts that had voted for Biden in 2020. It followed the Supreme Court ruling in June, in June rejecting conservative-drawn congressional maps for Alabama on the basis that the brunt of the state's sizable black population had been pushed into just one of the seven districts. And we lost that. So they're trying to say that Republicans are great at snatching defeat out of the jaws of victory. Or are Democrats great at stealing victory out of the jaws of defeat? That's a great question. Because they're already setting up the narrative for 2024. For another stolen election. Mm -hmm. Watch. This is going to be, I I, I told you this months ago. I know. Putin has obviously your friend, your friend (laughs) and mine. uh, He has uh, intervened in our election in the past. It's not something as you experienced firsthand. It's not something we talk about a lot. Do you 
fear that that is something that could be happening for 2024? And do you think we should be talking about it more? Well, I think we should be talking about it more because I don't think despite all of the uh, you know, deniers, uh, there's any doubt that he interfered in our election or that he has interfered in many ways in uh, the uh, internal affairs of other countries, funding political parties, funding, you know, political candidates, uh, buying off, uh, you know, government officials in different places. So that is his opus, uh, uh, you know, his, his opus operandi in the sense that he hates democracy. He particularly hates the West, and he especially hates us. And he has determined that he can do two things simultaneously. He can try to continue to damage and divide us internally, and he's quite good at it. Mm. And sadly, he has a lot of apologists and enablers uh, in our own country, people who either don't see the danger or dismiss it out of hand or maybe agree with some of the uh, you know, positions he's taken uh, on certain things, including uh, his barbaric invasion of Ukraine. And so dividing us and then trying to seize territory uh, in such a uh, brutal way to try to expand his reach, to try to restore the Russian empire, if not the former Soviet Union, that is who he is. Mm -hmm. I said that for years. Part of the reason he worked so hard against me is because he didn't think that uh, he wanted me uh, in the White House. So we are where we are. And part of the challenge is to continue to um, explain to the American public that, you know, the kind of leader Putin is, this authoritarian dictator who literally kills his uh, opposition, kills journalists, poisons people uh, who disagree with him, invades other country, interferes with our election. Um, that is no, no, part of the alternative. Pause, we pause, have to reject it. Pauses, 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 please. Who do you think they're talking about right there? Who do you think she's talking about right there? Um, who do you think she's referring to? Well, she thinks she's talking about Donald Trump, but it sounds like she's talking about Obama. No. So get this. All the way in the beginning, when they first started. Uh-huh. Okay. The two of them were talking about Trump. Yeah. She just dropped Putin's name. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she said, well, Putin did this and Putin did that. Uh -huh. And I was like, whoa, bitch, the whole time you've been saying he, he was involved. He is backing these other foreign countries. And now she drops Putin's name. The whole part of that interview. You, if you were like me, you all thought that she was talking about Donald Trump. And then all of a sudden she drops Putin's name. Tell me, babe, what color are those cunts? Oh, yeah. Those cunts. Oh, they're black. They're black. There's no color. But check this out. This is going to blow your mind. Okay. Nope. Leave it up. Leave it. Don't touch it. No. Nope. Go back to it. No. Nope. Okay. Do not touch it. What you got? Over this cunt's right shoulder. The Clinton Global Initiative. C G I. Uh huh. Need I say any more? What else does C G I stand for? Obviously, computer generated image. Yeah. Do you think both of them are C Hillary and? His Nazi up here. Look at him. Go CGI. look at these devils. Look at him. Look at her. She doesn't even look fucking alive. 
All right. Now go to fucking the other twat. Dude, go to the close up on Piznazi, please. Oh my, do I need to say any more? Does that look like real to you? Does anybody believe that that's real? That looks faker than fuck. That looks like a mask. Mm -hmm. The way that the collar's up on the neck, the way that it comes to a point, that's fake. That's how you cover up a mask. Yeah, Leo, I wasn't really misreading. I just wasn't really listening because after about 10 seconds of hearing Killary start to talk, I kind of just tune it out. It's just, it's automatic. It's one of those frequencies you can just I turn can off. About it. it just... It, it literally, I just, I don't, I, I can't, I'm sorry. Um, I'm glad that you can listen to that because I can't fucking do that shit. So uh, computer graphics interface. Excellent. So. I'm just saying, if you look at what's around them and you see how they're talking to each other and what they're talking about. It's all blurry behind them. Well, some I mean, of the time it was can... when they zoomed out, it wasn't when it was the two of them, it wasn't, but yeah. when they zoomed in, yeah, it's blurry because that's okay. a graphic that they add in television to blur the background. So it's not about the background. It's about the person in the foreground. Okay. You want you the want fat to... cut in the foreground. You want something creepy as fuck right now? Hold on. No. Yeah, go for it. Stop. No, cancel that. I didn't want that. No, you didn't. No, I, I didn't. What the fuck you're doing? This one. This way. All right. Here's a granddaddy Rothschild. Oh, really? Yeah. And Baron James was head of the parish branch and the youngest of the five sons of our actual Rothschild gave an astonishingly uninhibited description of the 19th century Rothschild policy of keeping it in the family. I'll quote to you from what he wrote and make this laugh. In our family, we've always tried to keep love in the family. <laughs> in this sense, it was more or less understood since childhood that children would never think of marrying outside the family so that our fortune would never leave it. <laughs> you couldn't write that today. <laughs> and Baron Jay. Play it again. Okay. He was head of the parish branch and the youngest of the five sons of our actual Rothschild. Gave an astonishingly uninhibited description of the 19th century Rothschild policy of keeping it in the family. I'll quote to you from what he wrote and make this laugh. In our family, we've always tried to keep love in the family. <laughs> in this sense, it was more or less understood since childhood that children would never think of marrying outside the family so that our fortune would never leave it. <laughs> you couldn't write that today. <laughs> So it's more or less understood since childhood that no one would think of marrying outside the family so that the fortune would never leave it. Wow. Hmm. It just, that struck me because in, remember on Fridays, the good book, there was a lot of incest, right? Abraham, we, we learned that Sarah was actually Abraham's half-sister. And then of course, you know, Lot's daughters seduced him to, propagate his seed 
um, to, to carry on the bloodline. Uh, lots of, lots of incest there, but today in the good book, we learned a lot about sacrifice. Um, Abraham was instructed to kill his son, right? Why? Back then? Well, hold on. So here's, if you, if you think about the story, think about the timeline, right? Abram and Sarai. Initially, when they, they first went to Egypt, I think it was, um, he promoted Sarai as a sister and gave, gave her over to the ruler of the land. And God got really pissed about that. And, you know, put plagues upon Pharaoh and his family and said, what did you do to me, Abram? Like, why would you do this? And then Abram did it again as Abraham. Think about it. He did it a second time. It happened again. Like he hadn't learned his lesson. Like that was cool. Was Abraham instructed to kill Isaac as a punishment for so once I, again? I ask you giving his wife up to someone else, basically prostituting his wife because that's what he did. He he hoard out his wife to get land and cattle and riches and gold. That is exactly what he did. Oh, both times. So so. Why are you asking the question? I'm I'm not. I'm just following the path of the story. So then, so was, then you're answering your own question. So then, was Abraham you asked why to kill you, Isaac? You, you asked why. This is just hold what stop I see. stop. You asked why. Mm -hmm. You asked why. Yeah. Okay. You answered why. Yeah. What's your problem? I don't. I no one else has ever presented it that way that I've ever heard. No, it's been presented that way every single time. Okay. It really has. I never heard it any different. Okay, good. My point is, you want to know why? God tells you why. Mm -hmm. And then he tells you to kill your firstborn. And then he, oh, but, well, why? Well. Because <laughs> you fucked up. You fucked up, bro. You done fucked up and your seed should not survive anymore. Sorry. Correct. Yeah. Any questions? No. None. Outstanding. Oh. And then it's how God solves problems, by the way, just in case you're wondering. It's not like a removal of your soul. No, there's no more of you at all. And your then, seeds erased, everything's you're erased. Done. Everything's erased. It and, stops with you. And then, and then, and then, are we going to fucking go through like dumb and dumber driving the car? You know, <laughs> or, dude, where's my car? And then, and then an angel interceded. Did he intercede on God's behalf or did he intercede because God was being petulant and the angels like, you're probably going to regret this. Sometimes it's easier to, uh, better to apologize or ask forgiveness than, uh, apologize than ask no, permission. Honey, Sometimes honey. it's better to ask forgiveness than ask permission. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It took me a second to get there. But yeah. No shit. You're no, completely backwards. <laughs> What's in that coffee? Holy shit. A you drink it. A little bit of Jamaican rum. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> No, but really, um, did the angel intercede at God's direction or did he intercede kind of on, on Abraham's behalf because he knew what God would really want? Who do you think the angel follows? 
gone 100 yeah. every single time then really there's no question mm -hmm. so again why are you asking a question to which you already know the just answer saying. i've just like you've been questions. me with a random question about something you've already answered i just like to present now. questions yes but you present a question to which you already know the answer well uh, should you ever ask any other question yes then you should answer you should ask as many questions as you possibly can whether you know the answer or not mm -hmm. that's what i've always been taught Fuck. Uh, our existence is a wealth of knowledge or should be a wealth of knowledge think about it if you think about our lives and what we do we're essentially in the books hunter gatherers there's no real other way to explain it you can look at yourself and say well no i'm blue collar mick okay you're blue collar. you're a hunter gatherer that's what you are yeah, you don't pick up a gun and go shoot your food. No, you make money to go earn your food. That's what you do. You're a hunter-gatherer. There's no difference. Back in the day, remember, most of the stories come about the hunter-gatherers. They don't come about the opulent folk, the rich folk. The rich folk did shit, but they didn't do amazing shit. It was... The blue collar guys, the hunter gatherers that did all the amazing shit. Anybody notice that? Like, even in every biblical story you see, you rarely hear, unless it's uh what what's the one story where the the, the father he he had all the riches of the land, he had the two sons, and the one son he sent off, and the other son went off, did all the drugs and all the other shit, yep. came back to him, and yep. then basically leached off of him for his whole entire life and then right before he was about to die he gave his money to the son that mm -hmm. was, was a, a leech. Ship bag, yeah. yeah was basically a shit bag his whole entire life yeah and the older son comes back and he asks him what the fuck what the fuck and he goes well i know he's gonna need it yeah you're I, good you're you're good you you're you, great you've you're, proven you're you can doing do it on your own you your don't job. need my help you, you're you're the kid that i need yeah i wish i had two of them but that's, that's what these people, these shitbags in our government are going after right now. They're, because if, think about it, if you're willing, let's say, uh, take our case, for example, because I don't know any of your guys' cases, but I know our case. Like, let's take our case, for example. I'm willing to literally go to jail over these fucking birds. I swear to God, just, just to be a fuck you. I don't give a shit what happened just because, you know, I already have a speech already worked out that covers every basis of the constitution. They have violated against me and everything they've done to me to include a violation of my fourth amendment, my second, third, or my, my first, third, fourth, and sixth. Eighth, I can make a case for the eighth and I can make a case for the ninth, although I don't think it'll last. But I, I have that many amendments that I'm just going to bring up to this magistrate because mag magistrates understand are supposed to be the, when it comes to constitutional law, these guys are the end all be all. These should be so versed in constitutional law, this guy should be able to talk me right off the cliff. Guaranteed. When I go in that courtroom and I got to fucking press my case and I press my case and I start saying shit he agrees with, I'm going to watch that head start bobbing up and down. And then I'm going to watch him go. That's a great point. 
well, first off, and I have a whole speech laid out too, because we get rid of the little stuff first. So, you know, like here is a picture of the front of our house where you no, can- No, 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 forget here, the evidence. Here's the, you know, no, you lay out the evidence for him. I, I don't have to. I don't have to. This is the point. I don't have to. I already have a document that protects me. And when I bring up those points, honestly, we've had unwarranted search and seizure done on our property. Unwarranted. There was not a warrant pressed, nor was I ever presented one, nor was I ever told that somebody was looking at my property. That is unwarranted search and seizure. They are searching my property from afar. They could be on public land all they want. But if you're going to press a case against me, you better come on my land and tell me that there's a problem. And which they did not. And do. which they never and then did. They straight up lied because, I mean, she's swore on this letter that she sent it certified mail and it came first class. And then on top of that, she swore that she made every effort to get in touch with us. And yet I've called, I've left my phone number. I left a message on her cell phone. I left a message on her work phone. I sent an email. I called someone else and had them send an email on our behalf and I never got any response whatsoever. So how did she make any effort to reach out to me? Plus they're supposed to come here. And if you're not home, they're supposed to leave a note on your door. That never happened either. So this woman's a straight up liar. Uh, fruit of the poisonous tree. I'm sorry. If there's one lie in there, the whole case falls apart, period. That's where my argument goes. That's where I go to the third amendment because that's what I was going after. Fruit, that's of exactly the what it is. fruit of the poisonous tree. You can't do this. Or actually, I'm sorry, the fourth amendment. I was like, you, you can't do this. You can't even attest this case right now because she's never done anything that she's claimed she's done. And I know my wife's home all the time. Plus we're, if she, you know, did any research, she'd see that we own 2.85 acres. And unless they change the zoning without notifying us, which is also illegal because we have to vote on that, then um, we're well within our rights to have the chickens. Plus we're, uh, as of tomorrow, a uh, nonprofit 501c3 animal rescue um, and uh, bioregenerative farm dedicated to helping survivors of abuse and soldiers with PTS veterans with PTSD and all of those chickens will be registered as therapy animals under the nonprofit. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Ching -ching. So I'm not going to get an attorney and we're not going to need millions of dollars. I'm just going to bring evidence and paperwork and pictures and everything else. I might get a lawyer. We might call our friend Chris because he's licensed in Georgia and we have money retainer. He might want to take a vacation to Savannah. He but, might. Um, He'd do it for free too. Because I think this would. would be fun. It would. Magistrate court. Oh you my should God. call him and ask him to come and do <clears> He that. would have a field day with this. He, he really would, would call up shit from like 1836 and be like, well, according to the laws in Georgia oh. in 1836, which haven't changed by the way, um, this is still legit. Yeah. We apparently, we, we got a, um, uh, we got a citation and apparently a magistrate is going to set our court date, but for, for violations that don't actually, that, that are outside of the law. So, yeah. you know, I'm really not. So I'm already going constitutional. I'm not this. concerned about it. Really? I'm and really not. I have some more paperwork to do, but other than that, like tomorrow I'm setting up an LLC and we're registering the 501c3 here at this address, um, which, you know, it's nothing. It's literally cost $35. Um, and then, under the nonprofit, um, we are going to register all the chickens as ther therapy animals. And uh, then, okay, yeah.
And all of your veteran friends that come over and hang out, they all come over to hang out with the chickens as therapy. Got a lot of them that come over. So I know. Pretty exactly. much everybody that comes over is a veteran. So. Exactly. I don't have a problem with it. Yep. Yep. So, um, yeah. So, but that's my point. This is this is where we it's have bullshit. to. It, it's all bullshit. It's this, all bullshit. This bullshit that you see with Hillary Clinton already going off about the fucking. I mean, she's already trying to set up Donald Trump again. Mm -hmm. We're watching the same playbook again. again. Go back to 2016 and watch her videos prior to running. Mm -hmm. I'm dead serious. You're going to see these same videos with people just like Piznazi. Where she was saying, well, I think Donald Trump's going to try and steal this election. Where'd that come from? Oh, Hillary Clinton, by the way. She was the first one to ever suggest that an election was stolen, by the way. Didn't come from Donald Trump. Mm. Came from Hillary Clinton, in case you're wondering. Anyhow. Yeah. So. Maria. Moving right fraud, along. Fraud, corruption, and lies is what Lots I named this episode because all of it's coming out right now, by the way, in case you missed it. Um, and here was good old Maria. Everybody was in glasses this week. Maria, Jesse Waters. Yeah, what the fuck? Was uh, I'm thinking everyone has eye infections from the jab. You know, that's going around. Eye cancer. No, I haven't. I, I did not hear that. No, you're one of your best friends. The one guy that proves you're not a fucking racist literally got eye cancer from the jab that's why i gave him castor oil remember oh no i had oh no i didn't know that yeah you told me that yeah he did oh, he no. told both of us you just drunk All as right. fuck well, both I of probably you were. was um he and i spent hours talking about we it we were drinking for a while so i know it. but yeah he got a whole his eye got all fucked up from the jab no he shit. still it looks like he still has a big sty on his eye um because it keeps coming back that's why i gave him the castor oil but uh yeah it's it's not it's it's a thing by the way, um, the, the jab is makes serious issues on your, I was not aware of that because serious uh, ocular issues, the neighbor's house that we were at the other day, she's mm -hmm. having all sorts of ocular issues. Yeah. It's from the jab. It micro it's basically micro clots and it's fucking up your brain's ability to process what you see. Right. Yeah. She's like technically blind in one eye. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. might want to go see her sooner than later and help her out and give her some okay. pointers because she's looking for him. I, I think that's what she was. She kept coming out trying to talk to me, and I think that's what she was looking for. All right. Sounds good. I'll go talk to her. Here you go. It's ticking as the House scrambles to keep the government funded by the end of the week. A shutdown is looking more and more likely. Lawmakers are expected to return tomorrow to work on at least four appropriations bills to fund much of the government. Joining me right now is Louisiana Congressman Mike Johnson. He's the House Republican Conference Vice Chairman and a member of the Judiciary and Armed Services Committees. Congressman, thanks very much for joining me this morning. Hey, Maria. Glad to be with you. Yeah, so how does this play out? We know there are a handful of scenarios that are being discussed, uh, but you've got a handful of Republicans uh, stopping a continuing resolution and wanting a focus on these individual bills, uh, and, and at a lower cost, by the way, than uh, the, uh, the, the top of the COVID emergency. How do you think this plays out? I think we're making good progress. You know, the Rules Committee worked hard over the weekend to set up this procedural vote, as you indicated, so that we can bring four of the big appropriation bills to the floor over the next few days. And I think there's a great chance that we can move this forward. Look, no one, no one on our side 
desires a government shutdown. What, what we all desire is a change in the way Washington works, you know, with the reckless spending and the corruption and the woke and weaponized agencies and the open borders and all the negative ramifications from all this. We have a $33 trillion federal debt, which you and I harp on all the time. We have to change the trajectory in the way that government works. And, and this is kind of the ugly, sometimes ugly fight, the regular process, regular order of how you work through all that. So it's yeah. taken a while, it's taken too long, right? But we're here and I think we're, we're making good progress and this will be a big week. That's great, well said, Congressman. Do you think that you could actually move four appropriations bills in five days? I think it's possible. Now, we're still, we have the looming deadline, of course, of September 30, uh, that's the cliff. Uh, but what we're trying to do is, as hard as it is, as difficult as it is, all right, we're going to pause this really quick, and we're going to pause this for one reason. Look at the Dow futures going down as this no, is going I, on. I, I know that too, <sighs> but let, let me tell you something else really quick. This is, we are so fucked. We're so We are fucked. so fucked, but I love it. I love it because this is going to force real change. I, I think- Maybe. I think this is going to have, it's going to have a disastrous effect on our economy, but- I, I think it's going to force and a lot of people. I think this is going to force a lot of shit to come to the forefront. A lot of this shit, a lot of these packages and terms that we, that the country agreed on in like 1955 that we no longer agree on. For instance, Hey, social security, my generation, we we're, ain't getting it. We're, it's, it's gone. It's already gone. It's unless already you've gone. got it right now, unless you're getting it right now, you're not going to get it. We ain't getting it. So you, you can say whatever you want to say about it. We're not going to get it. So if you're counting on social, social security as one of your backstops for your retirement, um, I would trust a wet fart more than I would trust social security. Literally, there's no joke, no doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind that I'm not blowing mud and I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get my social security because that's what's going on. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt. Unless you're collecting it right now, you're not getting social security. When we're of age to collect it, there'll be about four, I, I think the number was $41 trillion in debt. That sounds about right. So with the number of Americans that would be collecting at the same point, that's what we're looking at. So social security. It's, now it's already, it's over and done. And like, we're not, our, our kids sure as shit ain't getting, they ain't getting so, anything. Um, let's You've been working for that for no reason. We've been paying for that for no reason. For, for our grandparents, basically. Um, let's let this guy go a little bit longer and then we'll move on is move forward to put ourselves in the best place to negotiate ultimately with the Senate and the White House on spending for next year. That's what all this is about. And so um, there's a lot of maturations and twists and turns, but I think that we're gonna be in a good position. If we can pass those four bills, then I think Speaker McCarthy intends to put maybe a, a, a short-term stopgap spending measure to allow us a little more time to do the remainder of the bills. But the point is, and I think everybody on the Republican side agrees, that the more of these appropriations bills that we can pass with our priorities and our cuts, then the better we are to uh, go into those negotiations ultimately. And the priorities uh, are what? Tell me that, because I know that a lot of lawmakers have different priorities. Many do not want to see 
uh, more money go to Ukraine when, in fact, we have a wide open border. Uh, others do not want to see money go to Jack Smith uh, so that the administration can uh, persecute its political enemies. And, and others want to make sure that we have the proper number for the Defense Department, uh, given this scary world that we're in. Yeah, that's a good list. All of the above. Um, what we're trying to do is flex our muscles in the House and use the power of the purse. It's 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 the greatest power that we have, and we have a fiscal responsible uh, approach to this. Fiscally responsible approach. That's what the Republican Party brings to the table. And so we're using the appropriations process to advance those goals. Many of those that you listed. Mm. You know, everybody is frustrated. All right, I'm I'm done with him. He's just saying the same thing over again. Um, it's that's just you know what it's. No. Got it. He's literally just saying the same thing over and over again. But here, um, Matt Gates was on here too. Ooh, two minutes. Ooh, we got two minutes. Is this, what is this? Uh, this is a minute, 30, uh, this is 31 seconds. You're good. Oh, no, it's not. It's like nine minutes. Hold on. Um, here. Go to something shorter. We'll, we'll do, we'll do this one. Oh, it's three minutes, but that's okay. We That'd won't, be fun. we won't, we won't the play whole the whole thing. thing. This it's only McCarthy not. and he's worthless. Well, because Trump said basically fucking burn it down, shut it down, yeah. burn it down, fuck it. Yeah. And this, I agree. This is for uh, the first time me and Trump are in this complete is agreement. How McCarthy responded to that. Progress has been made. Are we any closer to averting this government shutdown? Well, the progress is remember, we had a group of members that even stopped us from doing any work during the week a number of months ago. These are the bills that we had posted months ago. But I think finally they broke to the point that they agreed to do a rule for all four instead of keep changing the rule. Now, a rule simply means you can bring the bills up. But if we were able to pass these four, along with the one we already have, that would be roughly more than 72% of all the discretionary spending. I still believe you have to keep government open while you finish doing the rest of the bills and then going to conference with the Senate. But I feel we made some progress. We'll know whether Tuesday night that we have that. Well, we've had a number of people who say that they would vote for the rule. I'm never going to tell you exactly what that people tell me. Switch and vote for it, and somebody decides to switch and vote the other way. So I'd leave that up to the whip. President Trump posted on True Social last night that Republicans should shut the government down if they don't get anything. Is that, is that frustrating? Well, I, I think we're much stronger when we stay open. Uh, I don't understand how not paying the troops and not paying our border agents. Look what happened last night. A new day is another new record on the border. 11,000 people. Last week, I told you 10,000 were all shocked by. This is because the border policies of Biden. And what we're trying to do is secure our border. That would be a part of funding the government would be securing the border. I mean, today, I don't know if you've watched where the border agents all bloody the battle that he's had down there and a number of them. We want to protect those men and women who are protecting them. So for the American people that are watching this play out, for some of the government workers that are holding their breath, nervous that they might be losing their pay in just a couple of days, can you assure them that this won't be a permanent? Look, I'm working everything we can to make sure this doesn't happen. Uh, we want to make sure we secure our border, end wasteful spending in Washington, end the wokeism, and make America much stronger. I know the president's got his hands full with everything else. I know he's the number one um, union president, but all the unions are striking. I know he said he's going to make America a little stronger, but he has five embassies he had to evacuate. We're watching our allies now move towards China based upon his policies in Afghanistan. 
We watched energy prices higher than ever before based upon his policies in energy. But we watched the House do something different, that we've opened back up the use of people's house, that we have passed bills to make our energy price low, but the Senate has ignored it. We've passed H.R. 2 to secure our border, but the Senate has ignored it. We have passed the Parents' Bill of Rights to give parents more say in their kids' education, but the Senate has ignored it. All these things that have harmed America because the Senate will do their action. The Senate hasn't passed one appropriation, but the House will continue to lead to get the job. When do you Wait, want to put a seat? What? Yeah. Yeah, so, no. One's blaming the other. The other needs, again, this goes back to what um, Liana said. Liana said we need to put everybody in the same room and let them tell the American people all at once. So if one blames the other, the other one's standing right there, and the other one can say, no, I didn't say that, or the other one can say, yeah, I did, or why did you say that? And then explain it. That's that's what we need to do. This he said, she said bullshit is only going to get us so far. <sighs> so I'm just saying. I'm still loading. I'm sorry. You can run. You want to get hot? You what? run the board. That's your job. Sounds good. So all right. Don't forget, we still have uh, okay, nine red coats up for grabs. So. Go to electrofreedom.com. One of our good friends overseas paid it forward and donated. I'm, I'm making a 24-inch antenna. It's not even on the website yet. Just for him, calling it the red coat. Um, he has donated 10 of them because it'll be a $10 price point. Um, so the, and one of them's already been claimed. So the next nine people that buy anything at electrofreedom.com with promo code Wolfpack, so you can buy a $2 antenna and just pay for shipping and get a 24-inch antenna. Use promo code Wolfpack. Plus, you get 20% off. Um, so you always get 20% off for the Wolfpack. So electrofreedom.com. Use promo code Wolfpack. They're the only ones that get always yep, get You always get 20% off. Um, you Period. get 20% off. Everybody else, it's a different story. Yeah. And then the next nine people get a free 24-inch red coat compliments of one of our British friends overseas. So anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, electrofreedom.com. Check it out. So <gasps> get ready. If you got it, smoke it up. Don't forget. We're cutting out a little early tonight. Cause I'm going on conservative Patriot nation on telegram. So you can pop on over there and check that out too. It's from the barn. Hey, Sparky. Oh, look, for, first of all, I mean, I get it. You got a great eyes view on us. A bird's eyes view? You, you really do. We got a bird's eye view on you all. And let me tell you something. Y'all have been fucked for longer than we you have. You guys have been fucked way longer than we have been. I mean, yeah, I get it. We we shouldn't put our hopes on Trump. And that's one of the big things about this show I think we try to echo. We try to say, say that all the time. We should not be pinning our hopes to one man. But, folks, to say we're dead, let me tell you something. There's one thing that has survived, and that's the American spirit. And that's not going anywhere. I got a feeling 
no matter what happens, the American people will still end up on top of this. It ain't over till the fat lady sings. And there's lots of fat ladies in America and they ain't singing yet. Yeah, nope. <laughs> Haven't seen one of them. Nope. Lots of I mean, fat maybe ladies Adele, in America, though. Well, Adele's not she's American. She's not American. That's right. She's British. I guess Lizzo, maybe. Uh, she's yeah, singing. Yeah, she is singing. Is she, though? You call that singing. She makes a noise out of her blowhole, and BSS will be so happy I just said blowhole <laughs> on the air. True story. She makes a noise out of her blowhole. It might sound like two dolphins humping, like, 10,000 feet She's underwater. She's actually but. an excellent flutist, trained as a classical flutist. With which set of lips? That I don't <laughs> want to know. Oh, wow. They're, no, no, no. It's not about, it's not even about the Republic anymore, dude. If you're thinking Republic, bro, you're way off. It's about the people now. I don't give a fuck about any government whatsoever. It's about the people. We fucking support and defend the people. We don't support and defend the... We don't support and defend any government. We support and defend the people now. That's it. We That's what this is about now. All the way. I don't believe in any of that shit. Fucking another republic. No, there's not going to be. If there's not the one that was put on paper 200 plus years ago, then there's not going to be one. Period. That's my take on it. I, I don't know about you all, but if we're not going to support and defend the one we signed 200 plus years ago that all the Americans that have come before us have died for, then what the fuck is the point? What, what, what is the point? If that one, we're not going to pick up and run to the finish line. What's, what's the fucking point? I am, I'm asking seriously as just an American. Why, why do anything? If we're not going to grab that one and say, Hey, the constitution was signed 200 fucking years ago. We were using it great. And that somehow it got off track. And now we say, nope, fuck it. You either go back to the purest form of the Constitution. You reset to that or there's nothing. Because honestly, when was the last time this country agreed? I can tell you it was the day that we signed the bill that drafted the Constitution. Yeah, that's about it. That was the last time this country agreed. Wow. Pretty much the entire country agrees right now that we're fucked. Go figure. So here's what CBS News says how about how are? fucked we are. Really? Yes. <laughs> we're fucketed. You are fucketed. All right, taking you back to Capitol Hill, where in less than a week, much of the federal government will shut down if Congress does not provide more money. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy tried and failed over the weekend to make a deal with other Republicans who want to see some deep spending cuts. For more on this, let's bring in Matt Glassman. He is a senior fellow at the Government Affairs Institute at Georgetown University. Uh, so, Matt, um, 
you know, we are we at this point in the game, uh, it feels like every time there's a budget showdown, we talk about a government shutdown, yeah, right? Uh, this is not new to uh, the American people. Um, it's perhaps frustrating, but game out for us what a government shutdown might look like if it were to happen. Sure, and uh, thanks for having me, of course. Um, none of the federal uh, spending bills have passed thus far, so if a government shutdown were to happen next weekend, uh, it would be a full government shutdown uh, because none of the bills have passed. And from the point of view of um, uh, a typical citizen, that would look like services missing that you might normally have, right? So the national parks would be closed uh, and um, certain other programs uh, would, would not be operating, such as... Uh, um, uh, things like processing of federal mortgages or student loan applications, or if you had a customer service question about your social security check. Uh, but really behind the scenes is where more things are not happening in the federal government, such as research being shut down at the National Institute of Health uh, or, or things like that. So how can the government prepare for something like this? Obviously, it could go either way at this point. Um, what can the government be doing, agencies be preparing for a shutdown? Yeah, so there's already uh, a lot in motion for a shutdown. So uh, shutdown planning is run out of the Office of Management Budget in the Executive Office of the President, uh, and they oversee how agencies prepare for this. And agencies have already received uh, their guidance about what they need to deliver and how they need to plan. Uh, so this includes sort of agencies gathering up uh, and reporting on which uh, employees will have to be furloughed and which employees are sort of known as exempted employees and will continue to go to work. And they've reported those plans uh, back to the Office of Management Budget. Uh, if a shutdown does come over the weekend, uh, then those agencies will have to then actually put those plans into motion, uh, and employees who are being furloughed will come into work in order to close up their offices, uh, lock down secure information, but then they will be out of work and the agencies will close the lights. So what are the long-term impacts if there's a shutdown? So this is one of the things that um, a lot of people have misconceptions about. Some people think a government shutdown saves money. Uh, because workers aren't working, but it actually costs the federal government a lot of money to have a shutdown. One is all the time and resources spent in planning to execute the actual shutdown. That costs money. Uh, second is the government loses a lot of user fees from things like people visiting national parks or applying for passports and things like that. Uh, and finally, there's a direct economic impact uh, in that the government needs to continue to pay those workers. Congress passed legislation in 2019 guaranteeing that even if federal employees aren't doing their work, they're going to get paid. Uh, beyond that, uh, many studies have shown that there's economic costs in the private sector uh, to closing the government um, in, in the billions of dollars. A lot of private sector entities plan and contract uh, and, and do things around the federal government, and all of those things can uh, be washed away in a shutdown. All right, Matt Glassman, thanks so much. Well, welcome to Democracy <laughs> Now!, Democracy okay. Now!, he doesn't. I mean, it's just that, look, Sparky, I understand what you're saying, bro. I'm not arguing. You're right. We're, we are sitting on our asses. What do you think I'm trying to do, bro? <laughs> I'm not sitting out here fucking, I'm not throwing darts at a dartboard, not hitting the fucking bullseye every single night. All right. I'm, I'm fucking doing it every night, trying to make other people aware of it. That's what we do. But on the other side, you're right. No, we are. That's what I'm pissed off about. We are sitting on our asses. If y'all wondering what I'm talking about, just go to Rumble and look up Sparky's comments. He's not wrong. We are sitting on our fucking asses.
not doing shit. You're right. And, but you know what? It's not just us, Sparky. It's everybody. The people, what is, what is true evil? What is true evil? What is your definition of true, like unadulterated evil? Because when I tell you mine, it's going to blow your mind. Doing nothing in the face of what you know is wrong. Okay, maybe it won't. So maybe we're right on the same path. We've all heard it a different way. But when good men do nothing in the face of evil, that is pure, unadulterated evil. When you know it's wrong and you have a chance to stop it and yet you do nothing, that is pure, unadulterated evil. Because you convinced a good soul that what he was about to do was worse than dying for the belief in which he was going to fight for. That is pure unadulterated evil. So when good men don't act, when they see bad shit happening, that's a problem. That's a big fucking issue. Where are your balls? What have we all given into this low T theory that, oh shit, I just need an injection of some shit that's never been tested, that you don't know what it is, yet you go into the doctor, oh, I got low T. I'm getting some testosterone. I'm going to get me some steroids. You have a better chance of getting real steroids from a fucking gym than you do from a doctor. That's the scary news. The scarier news is there's guys all over the place that have given into this. It said, oh yeah, that's what my problem is. No, your problem is that you're a bitch. That's your problem. Now, once you undergo a steady stream of just getting your ass kicked and you realize, maybe I'm not a bitch, then maybe you'll realize, oh shit. Yeah, I was just a bitch. I, I did, it is the downfall of our society. We have given it up and we did it freely without charge or vote or recompense for that matter because we haven't been afforded that. So when do we stop? When, and Sparky, you're, you're fucking damn right, dude. When do we stop? When is enough enough? I've been asking that question every night for years now. When is enough enough? It's been enough for me. I've been done. This, 
All you got to do is make the phone. Here, Rand Paul. Small arsenal comes with me. But all you got to do is make the phone call. I'm dead serious. When is enough enough? Because, you know, although the war beard is infamous, it does cover up a picture here. This is not what I want to see. I don't want to see a bunch of dead patriots. I want to see history finally recorded the way it's supposed to be. That we had a bunch of lying ass motherfuckers on the other side. That people lied to us up and down for fucking years. Not for a small amount of time. No. We've been lied to for a hundred, couple hundred years. Easy. Now, maybe not a couple hundred, maybe a hundred. We're probably 175, mm. probably about 175 years, what I estimate. Okay. Well, here's Rand Paul for you. I'm not sure if Rand Paul, I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to what his testosterone level is like. Honestly. You think he's got low T? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly curious. It's as if no one has noticed that we have no extra money to send to Ukraine. Our deficit this year will exceed $1.5 trillion. Borrowing money from China to send it to Ukraine makes no sense. It's not as if we have some sort of rainy day fund sitting around trillions of dollars at a pot of money. And we're just going to send that to Ukraine. We're going to borrow it. When we borrow it and create new money to pay for that borrowing, we create the inflation that is plaguing our economy. Since the beginning of Russia's war in Ukraine, the American taxpayers provided Ukraine with $113 billion. There's a lot of things that we need to fix in our country before we borrow money to try to perpetuate a war in another country. It's as if no one has noticed. Uh, no truer words ever spoken. Yeah. As, as if no one noticed. No one noticed. No, like nobody, nobody even thought maybe... Wait a minute. Why are we sending? You know, I, the first payment, I didn't even understand. Mm -hmm. I You can go back and look at our shows. If you don't believe me, please go back and look at our shows. Why are we sending the money? That was one of the titles of our shows. Well, Rand Paul brought up China. And this was interesting. Let's listen to this real quick. Not the whole nine and a half, ten minutes, but you know. Biden will be hosting a summit with Pacific Island leaders this week, part of a U.S. campaign to block China's influence on the region. The Biden administration reportedly uh, promising money for infrastructure and improved Internet connectivity. Politico is reporting that the administration now is hoping to revive the World Trade Organization to help address China's economic policies and climate change. Joining me right now is the Gatestone Institute senior fellow and author of The Coming Collapse of China, and China is going to war. Gordon Chang is with us once again. Gordon, uh, this latest book that you have written, uh, China Going to War, explain that for us. I, 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 you know, I have a hard time understanding where this administration is on China. It, it, it comes up with these ideas to, to lessen the influence, but then the policies actually embolden China. Well, certainly. We've seen Biden administration diplomacy create the uh, impression in Chinese minds that the United States believes it is subordinate to China. 
We did that by sending four senior officials to Beijing in a row without a return visit from a Chinese official to Washington. And when Jake Sullivan met Wang Yi, China's chief diplomat, over the weekend, it was not in the United States. Xi Jinping parks back to the imperial era where vassals went to China and China did not send representatives to others. So this is really dangerous because deterrence was already breaking down. Biden is reinforcing that breakdown of critical deterrence. So when you write about China going to war, are you talking about China going to war against the United States or are you focused on Taiwan? Uh, it's actually both. Um, we already have unrestricted warfare, which is the killing of Americans with, for instance, fentanyl. But we're now seeing instances where China is preparing for hot war. So, for instance, with the China, uh, Xi Jinping removing 11 generals in the rocket force, which is the branch of the Chinese military that controls nuclear weapons, one interpretation is that he's installing officers who he knows will push the button when he gives the order. And we have seen um, Chinese rehearsals for war, one that is going on right now in Fujian province. Some people actually say it is the beginning of an invasion, but I think it's just a rehearsal. But the point is, Xi Jinping is getting his country ready for war. He's talking about war all the time. He has incentives to be reckless. And we are being oblivious because we have no sense of urgency in the Oval Office. I totally agree with you, Gordon. In fact, that is one of the reasons I focus so much on the apprehensions at the southern border. I mean, you know, why are we seeing this enormous increase in the number of Chinese nationals coming through the border into America? And I spoke with the chairman of the House uh, Homeland Security Committee the other day, Mark Green, and he also uh, was uh, quite concerned about this issue. Watch this. 18,000 Chinese nationals, the highest it's ever been before that was like 1,200. Wow. And this is a planned uh, thing from China. I mean, th 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 there's no way it's not. And, and Xi Jinping's smart. He saw what Vladimir Putin did in Ukraine. They infiltrated, they migrated, you know, military age guys in, they settled in Ukraine, and those were the saboteurs when he invaded. So there, there's no way they're not there for us when we try to defend Taiwan. That's there is someone in that group that's prepared. So you think and we're getting our military bases overwhelmed. So you, so you think this is all planned, that Xi Jinping is directing these military-aged people to come into America and, and settle here and, and be saboteurs when he's ready? We have yes! to suspect that. Yes! I mean, we have to suspect that. And anyone who doesn't is just... Gordon, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, it is largely military-aged men coming through, according to the border sources we've spoken with. Yes. Um, you know, we're seeing a failure in China, which is the reason why there are Chinese migrants in the United States and elsewhere. But in that group are saboteurs. There are packs of Chinese males of 5 to 15 that's not, all right, of that's military not the age. reason. I'm sorry. You don't have military-aged Chinese men fleeing China as refugees. You know why? Because China will not let them leave unless not alive. they are registered members of the CCP and they report back to the CCP and they follow the direction of the CCP. They do not come here unless the CCP 100% directs them. them. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. It's funny. Our Alexa just went off. Because you were saying <laughs> CCP, CCP. Oh, fucking shit. They're so, 
it's so obvious. We know exactly what's going on. We're just waiting. We're literally like, we are waiting for shit to start. We are literally we're waiting. waiting. We're, we're three. We are. I, I never thought I'd be, we'd be doing this on this. <laughs> hey, grow your own food, people. Cause folks, really gonna I'm need dead serious. Soon. You've got to get ready. If you're not ready, start getting Start loading your bug out bags. Start getting ready. Start getting ready to push your direction. What was our best producing tomato plant this year? The one in the. The one in the kitchen. Yeah. The one we grew inside in the arrow garden. Yeah. Because it was too fucking hot outside. We got tomatoes like out the wazoo off that damn thing. The thing was like six like, feet tall. Seriously. It was, it was really it tall. It was insane. Um, you can grow food inside in the middle of winter. If you're up North, you don't need an, an arrow garden. You can grow it in a fucking milk jug. Seriously. Yeah. All you, you gotta do is put it in a window food in anything, put it in a window, stick in electroculture, electro freedom antenna in there. And dude, you will be eating nutritious food. That's not going to rot or be, you know, injected with MRNA or grown with chemicals or pesticides or, you know, Roundup ready or whatever the fuck it is that they're trying to put in us glyphosate, hey, all that good shit. Look, no. Also, no, also, no. by the way, grow your own food. Look, look, if you're gonna be start being gay about your houses, about the way they look, because you got all these anti fuck it. Who cares? Folks, at this point, who gives a shit? Who I don't cares? fucking care about my neighbor. Look, you know how much I care about what my neighbors do in their yard? Not at all. I, I don't give a shit. I literally live in the boundaries of my yard. As long as I'm on here, you shouldn't give a fuck about what I'm doing unless it's perverse or I'm causing harm to something else. Set. That's Set. it. Set. What happens here stays here. Mm -hmm. If I'm killing animals on my land, I'm killing animals on my land. Set. You would do it on yours. I would expect the same. So You got to feed your family. I got to feed mine. Don't get fucking pissed how I do it. Exactly. We got to get out of here so we can feed the family real quick before I hop on the next show. Good thing my mom sent us home with tons of leftovers last night. So Great. you guys are eating ribs and pesto noodles. Great. Mm -hmm. Anyway, till then, mm -hmm. we'll be back tomorrow night, 515. Remember, early yeah. show tomorrow, 515. 530 regular or the 530 start. 515 is the early start. You can check out Miss Liana tomorrow morning at 905. Also, the good book. The good book. At 830. At 830. Starts your day with God's words. I'll tell you what. The good book has I'm watching the numbers. It's been steadily rising. Changed me, changed my entire day in a way, you know, I, I always tell y'all every time I think that I can't get any fuller with the spirit of the Lord, I bump up a level, right? Like something like, I feel like I'm overflowing again. And, and this, this is doing that for me. Nothing. I used to wake up with morning anger. You know, my morning anger, <laughs> it was morning. epic. Epic. And now 
if I feel angry before 8.30, before the good book, like this morning when I was chasing Annie all over the freaking neighborhood and then I lost my phone and yet I found it within like, I mean, I could have lost it anywhere within a quarter mile and yet I found it in like 30 seconds. So um, it was super easy. And I knew I was coming back to read the good book. And then the rest of my day was amazing. I didn't like, it didn't bother me because I knew I was about to come home and read the good book. And then once I did, nothing bothered me for the rest of the day. So start your day with the word of the Lord. And uh, 905, you can check out Liana, which mm -hmm. will make you immediately angry, probably. But if not, she always gives it a good shot. Till uh, We'll be back, though, like yep. I said, tomorrow night, 515 for the pre-show, mm -hmm. 530 for the regular show. Till then, for the Mick and Lynn. have a great night, fuckers. We'll see you later. Thanks for watching, y'all. Fuck around and find out I love my car.